Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Price of War. I'm John, the executive producer here at Final Show Films, and I now turn over to our GM for the evening, William Austin. Move closer to the mic. Hi, I'm William, and I am playing the role of Azeroth in this World of Warcraft role-playing game campaign. And uh, before we begin, Arthas cuts down Kalana. <coughs> I didn't mention that last time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so let's start by introducing our player characters, starting with my immediate left. Hey, I'm Zach, and I'm playing Craig Bolting, Goblin Tinker. And on my far left. I'm John, and I'm playing Thor, half a druid of the Scenarian Circle. And directly across from me, back from messing with a baby. Hi, I'm Austin, and I'm playing Sapphire, insane kobold of insanity. Hey, Austin's back. On my far right. He was feeding the baby, not messing with him. Uh, um, I'm Holly, and I'm playing Tommy, the bronze dragon. And on my immediate right, I'm Stan, and I'm playing Kalana, the uh, night elf ranger. And when last we left our heroes, they were all killed by Arthas. So the end. If I could ask all of you, <laughs> if I could ask all of you to hand me your character sheets for the beginning of this. Yeah. You ripped this up and killed you. Thank you. You ripped that up, and I don't care. <laughs> Well, he doesn't have a lighter on My tag so. information is all on the back. Thank you. Up there. Yeah, yeah. I right. probably don't need this. I probably just need this in the first place. He doesn't have a lighter, but I'll get matches if he needs them. <laughs> I swear, if he's got a lighter, I'll just sleep. No, I'll get matches right here. That'd be impressive. <laughs> Not really. He just has like a shoulder sleep. holster for like a lighter. Like a shoulder holster. It'd be impractical more than anything else. It, you know. I think you can fit a lighter up there. Um, do you need my novel of spells? Uh, no. I just need your character sheets. Then I probably didn't need to give you my novel of tech devices. Probably not, but... 90% of which I've never used. Do be aware that, um, I have a variety of effects that I almost always have active when I'm in control of my character, but that may not be the same. Alright. Oh boy, gets turns all into undead. Yay. <laughs> when, uh... Austin is done caring for his child. We will begin. He's <laughs> just got to put him in his room. Go ahead and go. All right. So. Blackness. Inky. All-consuming. Suffocating. You don't know how long you've been swimming in this dark abyss. It feels like simultaneously an instant and an age. All you know is pain darkness, and everlasting torment. Just like school. Pretty much. <laughs> that actually sounds like my character on a regular basis. <laughs> Just to clarify, I thought we went over that. Yeah. That sounds like me with an empty wallet. <laughs> it's difficult to tell time in this abyss. Everything is cold and unfeeling and then in an instant there is a light each of you finds your attention drawn to the image of an old man regal in dress wearing a broken crown as he looks directly into your eyes I see you here new within the realm of Frostmourne. We can break free. The bonds of this prison are weakening. But you must fight off this darkness 
before we can be set free. The voice of King Terranus, as your mind tells you his name, draws your attention, and his words echo through your mind and give you clarity that you haven't had in what feels like ages. As you look around, you see the darkness taking form as shadowy figures approach you, as monsters and horrors of the dark begin to close in on you. As they approach, they take familiar shapes. People you knew. Family you may have had. Mocking. Insulting. Threatening. People you valued. Things you valued all turning on you. Beginning with you, Craig. Everything you've ever created stands before you. In rust. In disrepair. All of your empire for- all of your empire of fortune crumbling to dust. Everything you've ever built, everything you've ever valued, broken down, non-functioning. But all of it shambling towards you, as if seeking to devour you. <clears throat> what do you do? So they just look like they've just been around totally unrepaired for hundreds of years, basically? <clears throat> Sounds like it. And there's nothing of value. There is no money. And I just have nothing on me. Yep. You don't even feel, you don't even feel the presence of your own body. <laughs> right now you're just a consciousness. I can't run, can I? You don't feel legs to move with. <clears throat> I'm trying to run anyway. Roll me a d20. Well, I need my dice first. Oh, you do. Yes, that, that'll be helpful. No, Please don't roll on the glass. Uh, I'll roll on my character sheet. This, this, well, not my character sheet, my binder, whatever. No, just the spikes. The spikes it makes on the soundtrack make it very hard to compress everything evenly. Alright. Ah, uh, yeah, it's a five. You attempt to run, but there's no distance being built. In fact, they seem to close even faster. I guess I'm gonna try to fix one of them, I guess? I don't know. Try to move up to one and see what's going on and try to fix it? Well, we need another D20. And a four. <laughs> As you approach one of the first devices, you're, you remember this. Something from a long time ago, you don't remember what or why, but it's something in the shape of a bed that rests on wheels with needles built into it. As you approach it and attempt to fix it, it just falls apart in your hands. Um, keep trying to put things together because, uh, yeah, I'll just keep trying to move around to the next thing, and they're probably all going to fall apart. Roll it easily. And that's a nine. It's kind of not awful. I'm not rolling ones. I don't Steady roll improvement. The next thing you approach is already in shambles, but as you attempt to put it back together, the pieces snap. The... 
the joints won't fit together properly. Everything is rusted. As you try and put it back together, it continues to fall apart. Do they just fall apart into dust, or just assorted pieces? Pieces, some break in the dust. It's a little bit of both. Hmm. Try to use the pieces from this to repair the other machine that fell apart, <laughs> well, I guess. Know. 14. Yeah. It's getting better. Steady improvement. <laughs> As you take some of the ramshackle pieces from this first invention and bring it over to the next, you find yourself drawn not necessarily to reef to fix, but to rebuild. As you find the pieces of this broken stretcher that you now recognize, and the broken sh- and the shattered remnants of what was once a shredder. You take the pieces and begin to build something new. Something from the ground up. What does it look like? Do I recognize my, uh... Do I recognize my, uh, steam suit and this whole horde of things approaching me? Yes. And I'm guessing it's basically in its malfunctioned state and not looking great. Yep. Try to rebuild its former glory. Seven. From this angle, it looks like a one, so it's infinitely better than what I have. <laughs> Your definition of infinite is uh, not literal. A seven is infinitely better than one. Uh, as you put pieces together, it it doesn't look like your steam suit. It eventually, as time seems to flow strangely, it looks almost like you. Like you know what you look like. And as you put the finishing touches, the very elegant top hat on top of the on top of the structure, there's a flash of white. And we move over to Thorn. As the image of King Terranus fades. You turn, and the darkness has taken the shape of... It almost looks like a grove, but everything is dead or dying. All the plant life is withered, but these withering vines reach out to strangle you, to choke the life from you. The plant life, the animal life, all of it surrounding you, desiring to consume you. What do you do? Well, um, intending the land, my job is to give myself to it. So, if these plants desire nutrient, if they desire the power of life, then I will will myself to them, to cure them, to make them whole again. What do you mean, Rolling the big one that flashes. Twelve. It didn't flash. It only flashed on 20. I need one that flashes on one. Yeah. <laughs> and then what plays just a sad ex- trombone? It just explodes when it hits a one. Just... And then plays a sad trombone. I don't want Austin rolling. <laughs> the sensation of... 
as you feel yourself giving of your as you as you feel yourself giving of yourself to the land, you feel the land giving back to you as the grass becomes green, as it as the vines grow new layers, as trees sprout leaves, you find yourself also becoming more whole. You feel your consciousness forming more solidly. What do you do? I call upon the strength of the mountain and the bounty of the earth and continue to try to reinvigorate the land around me that I see. What do we have? Ten. As the land begins to grow lush and strong and trees begin to form together into complex patterns, uh, building from plant matter and earth is the shape of a large figure towering above the small plant life. And somewhere in the back of your mind you realize that this shape is a construction from plant matter of you. And the world goes white. Sapphire. Burn it. (laughs) (laughs) This is not going to end peacefully. All around you, you see kobolds chained to the earth, shackled, forced into meaningless tasks. All of them turn to you and point accusing fingers. Burn them. (laughs) Sapphire knows one way. Sapphire is rage incarnate. (laughs) There is no possible excuse for failure. There is only rage. I will burn myself, them, everything that I can perceive. I have no refuge. I have nothing to back into. There is only the cathartic flames. Two very different perspectives, one after the other. (laughs) That's a two. As you attempt to set fire to everything in your gaze, the flames only build them. As you yourself find your perspective shrinking, and the voices of the kobolds accusing you, calling you traitor, calling you so many things, tyrant, destroyer, Their voices grow louder as their frames seem to build. The chains become larger and more imposing. I refocus the fire inwards. If I can't destroy the world, all I can do is destroy myself. Sapphire becomes a death knight. (laughs) Thirteen. As you feel the flames attempt to consume you, there's something... Something from the back of your mind. Something that reminds you of an original purpose. Of a meaning behind the existence of not just yourself, but all of your kind. A task that you had set out to find out why kobolds existed. Why did they come to be? What was their purpose? The question builds in your mind. And phones go off. Apparently the answer is some sort of weird musical thing. Sorry. I'm so sorry. 
every session. Somewhere, somewhere there's someone with a blackboard and they just added another mark to it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. The, as, as the question builds in your mind, why am I here? Why are kobolds here? There is a purpose as you feel the flames mount higher. They don't burn you. They renew you. You find yourself coming to your mind becoming more clear as in the arcs of flame you see the shape of a familiar statue that you once carved yourself. Tell me. I hug it. (laughs) All around you, you see time itself unraveling. Everything that has been, will be, that should be, failing to come to pass. You see events going wrong. All of history is wrong. Nothing is happening as it should. As the world is collapsing in on itself with this weight of events not happening as they should, as time is inverting. Where where some should live, they die. The young die. The old live eternally. Nothing is as it should be. What do you do? Uh, I try to go into the time stream and fix it. We need 20. Okay. I like my Six. You... Everything you've been trying to do, every attempt you make, all of your attempts to fix time just seems to break it further. As you attempt to fix one chain of events, they spiral out of control into a dozen more problems. What do you do? I continue to try to fix it. All my strength. Roll equally. Okay. Thirteen. You finally fix one small event, and you take a little bit of solace as the timeline corrects itself, at least for an instant, as in all of this massive series of events, something went right, something went the way it is supposed to go. Something happened as it should have. And as you look around, you see so much more standing over you. There's so much more to do. But now... Do it. Little by little. We don't need 20. 20. Building off of this small moment that you've managed to correct, you realize that everything in causality is a chain. One event leads to another, which was led to by another event. Everything is cause, effect, action, reaction. And you build. From this one point that you've managed to correct, you build the rest of history by judging 
everything that builds out from and built from this one point in time that you managed to save. And as the timelines take shape, there's a strange pattern to it. And you find woven throughout time itself the shape of a small dragon. And everything goes white. Kalana. I shoot it. (laughs) You find yourself alone on a battlefield. Arrows continually rain down from above. You have no weapon in your hands, no shield, no cover. And everywhere you look, hell is raining down. Stealth. You can't disappear. Roll A20. You don't have a body. You're already disappeared. <laughs> I'm going to disappear again. Aiming at something. Uh, 17. You attempt to hide, to shield yourself from these arrows, from this constant death raining upon you. And you successfully managed to find some... <clears throat> Some, some cover you, would, you hadn't seen before. You nestle in the grove of a tree. And as you look around, you see... Bodies. Women. Children. Innocents caught in the rain of arrows. So many lives that had no place on the battlefield being mowed down. What do you do? Arrows coming from all directions or just... Just raining down from above. There are no archers. It just rains arrows. <laughs> yeah, it just rains arrows around here. What's the weather looking like today? <laughs> um, they're already dead. I'm just going to stay hidden. As you look around, you see more that are running, fleeing from these arrows, getting mowed down taking shots. And everywhere you look, you see someone else trying to escape from being caught. I don't feel myself... I mean, physically, do I? Not really. really... You you feel like you can do something, but you don't feel a body. I guess I go to summoning um, can't shield them from anything um, shield from anything um, what do you want to do I'm going <clears> to <throat> not what you can do what do you want to do what I want to do is pick up arrows and throw them back upwards. Uh, I want to attack the things that are attacking. 
Let me do 20. <laughs> Two. <laughs> you attempt to retaliate, but everything you throw flies maybe a few feet before turning back around, landing once again in the dirt. Nothing you attempt seems to be doing anything. What are you trying to do? Uh, trying to... Extend my, my vision to see what where things are coming from. Where did you play? Trying to find seventeen again. As you try to call upon your connection with nature, with the animals that you know, you find your gaze shifting as you look up and you see you see your companion. You don't remember their name, but you see the black feathers and the beak as they fly through the sky snatching arrows from the air stopping them from falling gazing around doing whatever they can to defend but arrows are attacking them too as you watch you see a volley pierce through their chest their wings but they continue to fly doing everything they can to shield others and snatch arrows from the air Roll early 20. 12. As you struggle to pull anything, everything that you can, that you believe you can call forth, you find yourself becoming a shield. You stretch your existence across the rain of arrows, taking these blows yourself where others would fall. And as the pain courses through you with a body you don't feel, you see blood and injury and pain, but you know that this is yours to bear, no one else's. And as the blood pools on the ground, you see the shape of an elf. Everything goes white. Outside, Arthas stands before Tyrion Fordry encased in a block of ice. You've done well, Fordring. You've brought me the finest warriors of this world. They shall make excellent generals of the Scourge. They will lead my forces in eliminating this world. In the ice, Tyrion 
moves what little he can as he unleashes a fervent prayer. Light, grant me one final boon. Give me the strength to shatter these bonds. There's a building of light within the paladin's chest as the Ashbringer vibrates in the ice. There's a flash of white, a shattering, a clash of steel, a noise like tearing metal. Frostmourne sunders in two. Souls release like a wave from the from the side of the blade. You all find yourselves staring, not in the inky blackness of of the realm within Frostmourne, but it's a gray sky, everything in muted colors, as you find yourself atop Ice Crown Citadel. As you look down, you can see your body and the bodies of your friends, and as you attempt to look at yourself, you see incorporeal shapes, your ghostly form as your soul drifts here in the shadow in the shadowlands on the wrong side of the veil as you look up an angelic figure floats before you pale blue skin clad in white cloth massive not quite feathered but not quite bone and these ghostly wings extend as she looks down at you her face at once beautiful but featureless as if the face of a mannequin and she looks down at you and extends a hand this is not your time there is yet more for you to do what do you do? reach you see this comes upon a key problem (laughs) sapphire um You don't have a body, so you're not actually touching it. <clears throat> yeah? Uh, let me roll a sanity yeah, check. You're incorporeal currently. Rolling a sanity check. Oh, no. I rolled a natural one on my sanity check. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sapphire refuses to return. You see, I, you said I see my body, right? Yeah. Uh, it's incorporeal. Okay. You see your body on the ground. Sapphire is going to attempt to fly down and re-inhabit her body. Uh, you throw yourself into the body. Nothing seems to happen for a moment. And the angelic figure you sense behind you, still standing there, hand outstretched. I am trying to force myself into this body. Nothing's happening. What happens to the rest of us? One second. <laughs> we need to see if Sapphire lives or dies. Um, that might influence Sapphire's decision. Uh, so I can't re- I can't do anything in that. Uh, so I can't do anything in the body. Do I see Arthas? You see Arthas standing there with Tyrion. There's this, there's this moment of time frozen. Tyrion's blade. Cutting the air as frost as two halves of frost mourn fly 
Arthas holding the severed handle as the blade spins through so, the so air. So we're looking at a freeze frame, basically. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming I can't cast any spells. No. I'll try. No. Alright. Uh, sand checker roll. Oh, that one's much better. Um, I will look at the angel thingy. Do I have any way of knowing what this thing is? Roll me... Do you have knowledge of titans? I do. Roll me knowledge of titans. I've made several knowledge titan rolls. Uh, you got my coach over there, but I think it's a plus 25. <sighs> I love three. 28. Yeah, plus 26, actually, so 29. Okay. There are tales of beings empowered by the original prime designate, the titan, the leader of the watchers that were placed here. Odin, he is called. And he created these creatures known as the Valkyr, who were designed to bring the worthy to his halls, the halls of valor. Over time, their purpose spread, and there came to be a cast of creatures known as spirit healers, angelic beings whose purpose is to guide those who meet a fate that is not their own, who die outside of their time. And they guide the strong back to their bodies, and they guide those who are too weak to return to their rest. In a moment of composure unusual for Sapphire, and knowing what this is, she will fly up and take the other hand that the people aren't take, holding. You're, you don't see everyone else. You just see this. Oh, well, in that case, I'll take the hand. <laughs> is this sort of an individual thing? <laughs> There's a blinding light, and all of you find yourselves coming to. I'm going to hand back out your character sheets. Yay! <laughs> Yerk. Solana. Craig Moldy. So many character sheets. <laughs> yeah, I probably shouldn't have handed you like half of those, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Toby? That's about, yeah. about to fall apart. <laughs> <sighs> um, you find yourselves awakening, face first on the ground, but reinvigorated as new power floods your bodies. Skills, spells, strength that you never knew you had. And you rise to your feet. As Arthas holds the shattered end of Frostmourne in his hands, you see Orgarash similarly standing forcing himself to his feet as Tyrion stands there Ashbringer poised and ready welcome back warriors we still have a fight ahead of us and let's roll for initiative I'm gonna make three of these Arthas 
Good thing my initiative modifier went up. I rolled a 17. My initiative, I get plus three for my initiative. Ooh. Instead of plus two. My max initiative. I can't. Game. Did you get a good initiative? Well, I still have my good initiative, and then Griffin just rolled a 20 on the 20. So... So you're going first. So Got this it. child will be rolling in the battle for Arthur. <laughs> okay. Let's see how many arrows I have. Da, 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 da. All right. Everybody roll initiative. Single blast. There it is. Okay. <clears throat> Alright. 25 to 20. 20. 24. Uh, higher than 25. Okay. What do you got? 27. 33. You're still going after Arthas. Ha! Dang! <laughs> you lose. I will throw a child at your face. You lose. And he will swap it on you. <laughs> and possibly lick you. I would refrain from throwing your child. I will gently throw a child. Child protective service you have, not Austin? typically like that. 27. <laughs> We're recording this. <laughs> Alright, uh, what did Craig have? I'm going right for uh, Arthas with a 10. Uh, 20. 20. 24. 24. Technically, you're going before. Exactly, I'm going right before Arthas. Yeah, before Arthas the second time. Exactly. Right for him. Actually, you're going before Orgarash. <laughs> oh, uh-oh. Well, Orgarash, we uh, a problem. He actually did roll a two on his uh, initiative roll. Well, you don't have a plus eight. I'm surprised. I don't feel like insanity <laughs> is a good spell to try to cast on Arthas. Might be funny. Undead mind affecting spells. Also, that. Right. I mean, most of basically, I'm just going to be quick and curing. Every, like, he's going to take half damage because he's going to resist. All right, what was yours? But 24. 24. All right. Or just quick and cure Starfire on him because he can't resist the ADA. Well, that's yeah. Four. And it's Thorn. And it's what was Thorn's damage. initiative? So. Thorn. What Twenty. Twenty. It's, it's non-type magic damage, so... Craig. He can't resist... I mean, he, I don't think he has any resistance to it. Eight. Alright. Starting off with... Arthas. Yep. And we all die. No, he's fighting Tyrion, and his sword broke, so... I mean, half of Frostmourne is still half of Frostmourne, so... Yeah. Table. But which half is it? The sharp half. <laughs> <laughs> now he's dual wielding. There you go. I was trying to let him be on his tummy, and it wasn't working. Okay. He was trying to nosedive into the table. Well, um, as an intelligent fighter, he knows what a healer is. So, I'm gonna step here, take an attack opportunity from Tyrion, which is going to miss, uh, unfortunately. He steps through my my uh, range. Get out to me. Do I get attack opportunity as well? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's see if I crit. Do my chains of Kelthazad also attack? No, you only get one attack opportunity. Can I make the attack with the chains? No. <laughs> Alright, I miss. Alright. I rolled a, I rolled a six, which is uh, 36. Make it five. Which, which misses. And first attack. <clears throat> 
Actually, theoretically, you wouldn't have taken a direct opportunity with a five foot shift, but either way. Oh, one of man's on the shuffle there still. Does 50 hit you? Actually, no, Blue Magic Mayhem is this right here. Uh, 50? Yes, 50 hits me. Okay. I have it open to just uh, page 88 when you get back. You're not evil aligned, I'm assuming. No! So. I get the feeling there's going to be a smite evil going on. I mean, smite good. So you take. 25 points of slashing damage. Okay. And. Back in this on my calculator, because I want to need to. Alright. I mean, when you're right. Yep. 25 points of slashing damage. 3 points of necro- of uh, unholy damage. Okay. And you suffer a bleeding wound. What does that mean? You're going to lose another hit point every round. Until the, until the bleeding wound is healed. What happens if I have fast healing? Then it negates one point of your fast healing. Okay. You take the damage, you then immediately heal the damage. Got it. Because I have fast healing too right now. <laughs> Actually, fast healing will also close the wound on the round that it goes off. Um. Uh. Alright. And. Um. Five foot shift, you get to make your full round of attack still. Yes. Important question. And you wouldn't have triggered an, an attack opportunity for five foot shift. Yeah. Important, important question. It wouldn't actually hit him. Uh, is the gift of Arthas still going on us? Ye- no, you died. Yeah. Okay, so we no longer have... All our effects gone. We no longer yes. have the gift of Arthas. You, you have died and been resurrected, so... You're resurrected at full health and mana. Do potions but. go away when you die? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, great. That's why I asked. I still have Thunder Fury. Right? Yeah, you're still holding Thunder Fury. Okay. You, you have, your magical items are still on you and attuned. It's just any any temporary effects. It's, like, it's like you just rested. Okay. Yeah. And Basically. so all of your contingencies are gone, too. I'm okay. No, contingencies last light for stinking ever. But I'm sure it got triggered when he you know, when tried to poke me with a stick. Yeah. When he stabbed you repeatedly. When he poked your spine with a stick. Yeah, no, on the front. He exactly. He actually, no, he, he Medivh's just junctioned you. That's yeah, right. That does some stuff. So all of your contingencies are gone. <laughs> yeah, all, all the spells that were active on you were disjoined. Ooh. That's cool. I can I can fix that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, then make a second attack against you. I doubt he can miss. He hits you again, yes. My AC is 33. I doubt he misses. So you take 6 points of unholy damage and 25 more points of slashing damage. Okay. Third hit. Just what did you say your AC was? 33. Yeah, no, he... He has to critically fail to miss me. Oh, well. Take uh, 27 points of slashing damage and 1 point of unholy. Okay. And final attack. It's a natural one on the only one that doesn't have enough base attack bonus to miss you. Or to hit you. <laughs> nice. So, as an epic character, he still doesn't fail on natural one, but his base attack bonus on his fourth attack is only 31. Just saving throws that epic characters don't auto-fail on. Mm. Either way, his base attack bonus is only 31 <clears throat> on his fourth attack, so. Yay. So you rolled the only number he could have missed you on. Yeah. Okay. 
So his fourth attack actually misses you as he, with the hilt of Frostmourne, just drags the short end of the blade across your chest twice in a crossing pattern and digs it into your chest in the third blow. As he pulls it back, you stagger back enough that, misjudging the range of his now broken sword, he misses you on the fourth swing. Okay. Alright, next in line is Tommy. Okay. Um, where is he? Is he the one right there? Yeah, he's uh, in the purple okay. robe. Okay, uh, I'm charging them. Yeah, you're just out of five foot shift range, unfortunately. Yeah, but I can still hit him, right? Yep. And with the charge, you get plus two to your attack. I just get one attack, right? Yeah. Aha! I've got two calculators. One for mine, <laughs> one for health. 20 on the die. Roll to confirm. Hey, confirm. You actually can you can crit the undead now at level twenty. Yeah. Oh, by the way, for those who are for those who I didn't mention this too, all the characters have ascended to level twenty after their resurrection. Yes. Oh, how does uh, mana points? Is it? Uh, you're a, you're a secondary caster, so it's a D two per level plus your casting modifier. Right. Okay. All right. Does a fifty four confirm? Yes. 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 All right. Alright, now for the litany of effects to go off. Oh, <coughs> some uh, d6s. Sure. So How many d6s do you need? You need um, like a bajillion d6s. At least 12, isn't it? I need si- yes, I need 12. Wait, did you write down how, how uh, Thunder Fury crits? Yes, Thunder Fury puts I, I've got it all here. She's yeah. got an entire novel on the back of her character sheet but just devoted to one Thunder That's Fury why it's on the back of the character sheet, because it won't fit up. Thunder Fury puts the Thunder Seeker <laughs> has a really effective elemental print. Eight. Here's my D6. Ten. Twelve. Here are twelve D6. And I'm going to get the calculator out. I've got stuff in my way and your arms are too short. I'm sorry, I'm short arms. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, I don't have a flat surface. There's a box right next to you. Dang. Okay. Do tell me how much of that is electric, because he does have resistance to electricity 20. Okay. Oh, it does? So, oh. six of those D6s so are electric. Gotcha. <clears throat> yes. Actually, how does, freedom, how does freedom of movement react to being in a space smaller on, that, like, is the size first. of you? So, like, it's not something restricting you, but you are in a space that's too, too small for you to move. Does freedom of movement still allow you to move? That depends. Is there any exit to it? Okay, then. If there is an exit, he can get out without any problems. But if the exit is straight up, he can get out without any problems. He can just climb over. 20 of it is electric. Even if he's restrained on that. Well, no, if you're in a pit, William, 20 is electric. Okay, so he takes no electric damage. Okay. Because if he was, say, pinned to a wall by a giant, you know, brick wall. Well. You're assuming that he can't just shove it away. You rolled 20 on the dice? At the very least, it might be a distraction. You rolled 20 on the dice? There's not much more I can do, honestly. Then it's doubled, isn't it? No, no, no. She is not going to watch it. Thunder Fury Fury crits very specially. Plus the little wincy crit. Yes, Thunder Fury does the little wincy crit. I'm doing double dice right now. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. Other than also double, because I thought it was also like a burst weapon. It is a burst weapon. That normally does 3d6 electric. She's doing 6d6 electric. It doesn't double the dice. It gives you double the dice. Okay. I was thinking it was like you roll the extra 3d6 and then double the results. No. It's you get 66 to 3 88. 88 total? Yes. All right. The slashing damage is still double, though, isn't it? Pardon? The slashing damage is still double, doesn't it? Yes. Oh, whoops. Hold on. Hold on. 
That's yeah. That's physical damage. Yeah. That's so the slashing damage is times two, whatever it is. Oh wow. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> that's very different results here. One hundred and fifty-two. All right. Good start. <clears throat> there you go. <laughs> very different results. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that. Yep. Nothing. It's got like four different ways it crits. It's weird. Um, someone hand me more magic and mayhem, actually. Um, more magic and mayhem. Not over here, why? Just to have a look at Thunderberry. Plus a blade. Make sure we've got that crit correct. Um, and while I'm doing that, next in line is going to be Sapphire. All right, um, Sapphire is going to stop time itself. All right, well, we have four. It bends to her whim. That's my job. Question: How does the how is she reacted to time stop? She's still active during the time stop. So she gets an additional so four guys, turns as well? Yeah. You two guys <laughs> it's so much what better. What now? You get, you get four free... You get a D4 you're, free you're a, you're a level 20 bronze dragon. You're you're missing all of those, like, extra things that you would have gotten over the course of leveling up, so I'm going to say you're active during stop time. Uh, you got five rounds. That said, you can't affect Arthas. Everyone yeah, else is You involved. can't hurt anybody in top time. Oh. If you have any buffing abilities, I suppose they work. I don't. Actually, that means that I can target you with abilities. Yes. Oh. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> All right. I just have hurting. So first, I would like to cast Aura of Brilliance. All right, which does. It means that every time I cast a spell, I roll a spellcraft check. If I make a DC of 30 plus double the spell's level, I spend no mana on that spell. All right. Does that also apply to other spellcasters in range? Yes. Yes. Time for sapphires. Three heals. Keep all I choose. So not Arthas. Nice. That wasn't obvious. So I have to. So at maximum, I have to make a DC thirty-nine to to. DC forty-eight. Double the spell level. Oh, double. So DC forty-eight. All right. Can I even make that? Yeah. My spellcraft check is higher than yours. Yep. All right. So that's one round. All right. Round one. Round two. Uh, let's start with Sigil of Ultimate Spell Shielding. Which does. Anytime somebody is hit by a spell, uh, they negate it. There's a chance that the shield falls off of them specifically. Uh, they roll a percentile based on the level of the spell that hit them. Anything higher than ninth level automatically destroys it. Um, but it still stops the spell. Um, third round. I'm going to... Oh, I'm going to cast Mind Blank. So he can't drop my charisma. Uh, and he can't cast anything that mind affects me or affects my mental abilities. Alright. Um, four. Mass Greater Invisibility. Uh, assuming Earthers can't feed people, they're now invisible. And they can make attacks while invisible. That's going to last for the next 20 rounds. Do you get attack opportunity if you're invisible? Pardon? Like, if you're invisible and you move away from somebody, do they get an attack opportunity? No. But he might be able to see you. Yeah. And both those spells were free. And that was what? Was that round three or four? Four. That was four. Uh, So, five. Um, We've got some DPS over here. I'm also injured. Can't touch you. Oh. Uh, Yeah. So, I'm going to... Haze? Um, I'm trying to decide between. Uh, no, haste doesn't affect her because she's already got a haste effect from. Oh, from Thunder Fury. Oh no, I'm sorry, we got that wrong. What? what? So it strikes the thunder and lightning and deals an extra three d six electricity and three d six points of sonic damage on a successful hit. 
Upon a successful critical hit, Thunder Fury instead deals an extra 66 points of electricity and 66 points of sonic. Were you adding the sonic damage in there? She added the sonic to the physical. Okay. Mm-hmm. Before she doubled it. William. I mean, after she doubled it. William. I know. I'm aware. That's um, not going to stop happening. So, I need to cast... Uh, there's so many good spells I could cast. I feel like making Holly hit is probably super relevant. Okay. Um, that would help. Non-detection on Holly. I don't have to touch her because I can cast any touch spells at a range of 30 feet. What's non-detection do? It means that if Arthas has true seeing, sucks to be him. Yeah, see you still. And actually, because you can he, still move during all of this. Even, even with blind sight or other things, he'll know where you are, but you still get the benefits of being invisible. Um, you get actually, you may want to put the telepathic bond back up. So that I can heal everybody while they're invisible. Because hmm? telepathic bond went down. So? I can't heal anybody if they're invisible. Mass heal spells hit everybody. Only if I can see them. Do you or know s- where they're at. I have to know where they're at to heal them. Well, right now I don't care about that too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's creatures you choose within range. So you have to know where they're at. Yeah. I'll worry about that later. You, you, you know where you are. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> Yeah, so congratulations, you are now non-detected. And time stop ends, and I've got a uh, quickened spell I can go off. Actually, I could have been quickening spells that whole time. Oh, and actually, um, hold on. Holly, you can probably reposition yourself to flank Arthas during all the um, time got, stop as well. You can, you can be anywhere on that board right now, basically. If I cast low-level spells, <clears throat> it can be quickened. So if you move over there, he can't area affect um, you if he's hitting here, probably. So... Can I be on his head? <laughs> Um, I mean, you probably could. Warm buff spells? Because quicken? I'm going to say that if you didn't do this thus far... You... No, that's fine. Alright, so just the one for the time stop round then. Uh, one quicken spell. Let's make it count. Uh, have you still got the, the more magic mayhem? Yeah. Is the, is the Blessed Blade of the Windseeker a haste effect or not? Uh, it is not a haste effect. Really? Congratulations. You're now hasted. What's that do? It means you get plus one to attack, and you get an extra attack at your highest base attack bonus on your turn. So now you have six attacks, not five. Uh, uh, and your, <coughs> so what's your first attack bonus? 41. So now if you get... 42 with the plus one. So yeah, now you've got 42, 42. 42. 37, 37. Uh, 32, 32, 32. Oh, 27. Yeah. And... You mean 35, it was 34. Oh, yes. You made it go down. Sorry. <laughs> oh, also, in addition... 35, 29. Normally, Thunder Fury would cast slow on the victim of a critical hit, but as Arthas is under the effects of freedom of movement, he's not affected. Um, in addition to that, don't forget that because you're invisible, you get an additional, and you can't be detected, you get an additional plus four to all your attacks. And you're going against Arthas' flat-footed AC. Plus four on top of that plus one? Yes. <laughs> okay. I may not be able to do anything against Arthas directly, but man, I can make everybody else awesome. Your minimum attack is now does... Your minimum... 46. Your, no, your minimum okay. plus hit is now 34. That is correct. <laughs> you can now conceivably your, hit Arthas with your lowest bab. Your lowest bab attack is higher than my highest bab attack. <clears throat> Hello, my name is Sapphire. I'm here to make all the guys. Uh, that's my turn. Alright. 
So we all blinked and went invisible. Kalana, it's your turn. Okay, I'm just gonna let's see. Oh yeah, and you're sneak attacking now. Because you're invisible, everything is a sneak attack now. Everything's a sneak attack? Which yes. Means, uh, he can see you. He can see me. Yeah, so that doesn't affect you right now. Right now it's just affecting Holly. I have to, cast, okay. right. I have to individually cast non-detection every I don't have a mass one of that. Because that would be stupid. Right. Yeah. I'm just going to fire the individual explosive shots into this thing. I've got like a few rounds of that. Is that um, going to hit those of us next to him? No, it's, it's a single target. It, it's, it's a single target explosion. <coughs> when it hits, it explodes inside. If it doesn't hit, it doesn't okay. go off. Okay. It's, uh, it's a special It's just extra damage of the arrow. Got it. Yeah, it's, yep. a, it's, a, it's a bolt arrow. It's a bolting bolt. Yep. Uh, 55 hit. Yes. Good thing. I would hate to not hit with that. Okay, so... He's immune to electrical damage from me, basically. I can only go up to 1d6. Yeah, if you can't do more than 20, he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. so I'm, I would say... But everything else is fine. The astronomy yeah. can fire damage and anything else. Okay, so... Well, we're not dealing acid damage. Is what? Fire damage is half? Uh, he's immune to fire damage. He's immune to fire damage? Yeah. He's, he's, immune, he's, right, he's yeah. immune to cold fire and transmutation. And so resistance to acid and electricity. don't work. Okay. Well, I'll stop using that. Uh, five, six, seven, eight, eight, eight. Yeah, no. He took me down to half health across his three, across his three attacks. DR10 on all three of those attacks would have been very nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, 32 points of physical damage. And and damage. 25 yeah, so that's 32 of damage on that one. Alright. Uh, f- 49 hit. Uh, yes. 49 just hits. Just barely hits. Okay. Uh, nice. Uh, 39 points of damage on that one. 39? Yep. Okay. I'm about to make your math slightly more complicated. Okay, I missed sorry. third shot. Okay. Critical threat. I mean, if you're willing to make it better. I'm, I'm your, yes. your, your lowest uh, type of threat. <laughs> 54 to confirm. I confirmed. Okie Okay, so without this... Completely okay. Okay, so sonic damage is going to be two. Also, you be keeping track of these numbers. What numbers that he's been doing for damage? No. Okay. Because I'm I'm trying to keep track of them. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, so so critical. I think I, I think I'm at a good spot right here. I think. I think. Um. Okay, this is going to hurt. I hope. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe here. Never mind. Okay. I've got sixes. <laughs> I love this. Okay, uh, just a second. Uh, 40 times 3 is 120. 120. Yeah. And you are adding your uh, specialized enemy, right? Yes. Favorite enemy? Good. Your favorite enemy damage. Favorite enemy damage. You're adding that, right? No, of course not. Why would I do that? So um, that would have increased that last one by wait, 24. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Uh, how, many, how many did you get? Did I do that again? Yes, I added it. Okay, I've added that in. Yes, I've added it in this time. Yeah, 120 damage on that shot. Can I get even more magic here, please? <laughs> okay, so I'm going to do that a couple more times. That's more. Oh, sorry, more magic man. That's, that, that's what I need. That is the one I need. Okay, that's my four shot. Right, right, it's it's the third one. All right. Six. 180 plus. All right, I got it. Okay. Um, Thor. All right. Hit him again. I can't hit him. 
You can't see your allies. I can't see my allies. I physically can't hit, hit, hit Arthas. Um, so Did you include Tyrion to that massive invisibility? Pardon? Did you include Tyrion to that massive invisibility? Yeah. Okay. Alright. Um, <clears throat> so I quicken, I quicken Greater Roar. Uh, all allies get a plus through all allies that can hear me. I don't have to see them, they just have to hear me. Uh, get a plus three morale bonus to attack and damage. Nice. Uh, so all of your hits go up by three, and all of your damage goes up by three. Um, you got a miracle on ev- yourself? On everything. Um, and I'm going to... I can if if I have DR ten everything he hits me with I can probably survive another round of attacks. Um, <clears throat> so real quick question: DR ten evil and silver. That's only for physical damage, not. Is for that only for physical damage? Physical damage. Okay. But his physical damage was the majority of the attack. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I need to get away from him. Actually, is what I need to do. Do you have any spells that move? Uh, Not that move me in a localized area, no. <laughs> I can move myself across planes and etc. But um, I, I was going to cast Aspect of the Grove on myself. Uh, I take uh, uh, a couple of spare scenarios to grab me a fraction of his power. I take the form of a Keeper of the Grove. Uh, so I suddenly get bigger because Keeper of the Girls are huge creatures. They have large. Are they on? Large. I thought they were huge. Uh, I'm pretty... at, at upper levels. Someone has the Alliance players guy. At upper levels, they increase something. Um, yeah, don't think it's bigger. Over there. It's over there. It's not trying to check their size. Keeper of the Grove. Either way, you become a Keeper of the Grove. I become a Keeper of the Grove. I gain Fast Healer 3, DR 10, Evil and Silver, plus 4 enhancement to Strength and Stamina, which means that my health goes up. I get more hit points. Uh, did your strength go down? Uh, no. My strength does not change. Okay. Because I, I already have plus four hands in my strength there. I got a higher point. Um, and I get plus four hands with natural armor, which is not affected because my natural armor is already higher than that. Um, and I can cast Moonfire as a standard action each round if I want to, but I'm not going to. Uh, and I get DR10 Evil Silver and Fast Hand Clip. I gain... Uh, I gain an extra 40 hit points as well. Which is kind of like healing. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, later. Yep. So, that's what I do. Tyrion takes his turn. Going to attempt to hit Arthas, which will hit. Going to use a... Yes, yeah, yeah, plus three rob bonus from all his attacking damage. Going to use a blessed smite. And hopefully he draws Arthas' attention more than I do. Ooh. Maximum damage on the dice. 12 plus... 47 total plus his paladin levels, which is going to be another 20... Or 23, actually. Um, 47 plus 23 is 60. No, 70. 70 plus 2d8 ingredients or 1, so 75 damage uh, yes 75 damage on his first hit yeah second hit 
Misses. If only there was a mass haste in this game. Like there is a 3 5. Misses. <laughs> Fourth hit. Misses. Okay. When you roll really garbage for your next two hits. Uh, yeah, no, Keeper of the Groves are large creatures. Alright. Uh, Do they gain uh, size Craig. like 16th or no. 18th level? Okay. Alright. Um, no, is my steam is my steam suit still running? Because it never got turned off, technically, unless the amount of damage to it stopped it from working. Um, I would say that the chassis is currently open in the front, but uh, it is still functionally on. Okay, so I won't get like an armor bonus from it, basically. Yeah, like it. it also, if he swings, he can hit you directly if he if he takes aim. Because exactly, if he, it provides him cover yeah. rather than being actual armor. Yeah, yeah. I have, I have, I have a. Very important question. Um, the spell just says I become a keeper of the grove. It does not say I become an equivalent level keeper of the grove. Uh, so the, keeper, the keeper of the grove is automatically maximum level. Okay. The, the reason I ask, and I, but, don't, I don't know. The reason I ask is, do any of the creature class like natural stuff apply, or is yes. it just the, okay? Maybe. Because I'm a higher level druid now. Uh, yes. No, so I don't. I think it says he takes the form of one. Yeah, that's why I'm asking. Which means you get like the physical benefits. Uh, any any of the special abilities that are in that list, yeah. not the not the divine caster levels, but the special abilities. That's the uh, strength. Though. Specifically, they have a thing called druid spell, which is a special ability. Uh, they 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 get they cast as a they, in addition to whatever levels of druid they have, they cast as a druid level equal to their hit dice. Yes, I think that has to do with, but you don't have any. You don't have Keeper of the Grove hit dice. That's that's a, that is, however, a natural thing that is with Keeper of the Grove's physical form and their connection to nature. So I'm going to say yes. Yeah, because that means that I get an extra, basically twelve levels of Druid caster level wise. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't affect your spell slots, but it no. affects your caster level checks. It, yeah, it affects my caster level checks and my potential maximum. <clears throat> Healing. I'm going to say yes because that, that, is, that is innate to a keeper of the grove because of their connection to nature. Yeah. Okay. That's you the, the number of strength points that go up on. That no, my, my strength is all, my strength is already increased. No. Okay. All right. But um, the uh, like I think keepers of the grove have spell immunity or is that just dryads? Uh, they have spell resistance. Ten plus their total hit dice. But I it's that's my my spell resistance is already higher than that. Sorry. Your spell resistance is higher than thirty. 10 plus 12. 22. 30. Your hit dice, you have 20 hit dice, sir. Yeah. Or no, you have... Not my my spell resistance is 25. 10 uh, plus your total hit dice is... What's your, what's your, how, how many hit dice does half over lose? None. None. Yeah, so you have a spell resistance of 30 in that form. Oh, never mind. 10 me. plus your total hit dice. Okay, okay. Oh. I get it now. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I have. Uh, my spell resistance went up to thirty, <laughs> which doesn't matter because he's a forty-two level caster. But, but still, that's relevant. <laughs> it's yeah. Um. So what are you doing, Crack? Um, I'm going to. Is it like a move action to get back into the suit, or? Uh, yeah, it'd be, your, it'd be your movement to. Actually, it would be half of your movement to get into the suit. Alright, I'm going to go ahead and get in the suit, and for lack of being able to see people or communicate or anything, I'm just going to go with the tried and true method of 
blow him up. Alright? So, <laughs> bombs away. Yeah. Upon entering the steam suit, it becomes equipped and it vanishes. Yeah. Okay. You get into the steam suit and it... <laughs> nice. Vanishes, so that's right. But he can still see it because he's not well detected. Yeah. Whatever. Actually, if it's invisible, does that mean like I can like see through it? Or... Yeah, you can see through the suit. Oh, that's cool. Oh, no. <laughs> so yeah, grenades. It's a little disorienting at first because you're like, where are the controls? But you can kind of like feel. Yeah, you can still feel, so. This yeah. Is, this is um, natural. So that one does not blow up in my face, and that one does not blow up in my face. Yeah. And rip my dice back. Yeah, sniff my dice back. I need another D6. This is my my natural armor goes up as well. There you go. I now have an AC40. <coughs> Good. Not, he, can, he can miss you on more than two attacks. Yay! <laughs> or more than one attack. Aspe- aspect of the ki- a- aspect of the uh, of the grove better than I thought originally. So that'd be fourteen sonic damage, and you, you gain the traits of a fully grown keeper of the grove, which is a max level creature class keeper of the grove. So. Yep. And eighteen sonic damage. So fourteen and eighteen sonic damage. All right. On those two grenades. I will live in close quarters. <laughs> Thirty-two points of damage. Yeah. You will survive. <laughs> I, I will survive. Oh, let me let me calculate my mana cost. Rush. No creature you make a spell pass reject to negate. Oh yeah. Mm. So to try to spend the, so what's the lost those charges. Uh, no, wait, the axe is the axe was not killed, so the axe still has those charges. Level six would be forty-two. Level seven is so natural twenty. We'll confirm. Yeah, you can't even make those. He confirms. Uh, potentially. How? I'll take it that overrush hit. Yes. Yes. Crit. I made both of them. I uh, I, I made my cast level checks. I cast both Aspect of the Grove and uh, um, Greater Roar for free. Also worth noting, it's not relevant to you, but a roll of uh, lower than five is automatically a failure on that. Okay. Just to balance out the fact that I actually can't fail those checks. <laughs> normally. <clears throat> Alright. Uh, Arthas' turn. Rash is big and dangerous, but is otherwise fleshy, so. Arthas is gonna go for Order Rash. That's a hit. There's this there's kind of three this there he's completely surrounded by big and dangerous enemies, actually. That's a and a little one. Big and dangerous enemies and then a little and dangerous enemy. <laughs> She's big and dangerous too. That's a big sword. Actually, what's your AC? Right um, now it's actually quite terrible. Yeah, no, right now it's like 31. But she's invisible and non-detection. All right, yeah, he can't see. He can't see her. <laughs> he can sense where you're at, but he can't see. Yeah, which means yeah. he just has a fifty percent dischance against her. But he's not going to take that chance right now. <laughs> so. Hey, he didn't attack me. I'm happy with that. Strafonio earning his keep. Uh, now the. Now the like weird math happens as his health bar goes up and down and up and down. Because <laughs> he regains any damage that he deals with frost runs. Okay, so I can't, I can't make my level nines free. The highest I can do, I can make level seven free if I roll twenty. Ow! 
Uh, yes, I have all the money. <laughs> with that, with that critical hit, um, and hitting with all four attacks. Yes. Arthas regains two hundred and forty hit points <laughs> and drops Orgrash. Orgrash actually is dead. Okay. Wow. Going. Uh, Orgrash is not visible. Good. I can heal him now. You just like see a decapitated orc appear. Well, you see, you see, you see an orc whose like torso has been rent open and his guts are spilling. Actually, out. I, I like to think that Arthas' sword entered and we just we can see him like uh, as a, a thing spreading out from where the sword entered his gut. Basically, yeah. It's like he 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 stabs the sword in and breaks it down, and as he drags the blade down on Rash's chest, you just see blood and orc appear. Yeah, starting with the blood. Starting so with first blood. you see an explosion of blood, oh, then you see the origin. Uh, I resurrect slowly. Can okay, I can time? pick him up in a round. Uh, the sword has been sundered in two, so it no longer can drain souls, so yes. Yeah. I can pick him up in a round. It'll just take a minute. It'll, it, it just takes a full round. Which means you can't cast any freaking spells on that round, because it takes yeah. the full round. Yep. But. I can't see anybody else anyways right now. <laughs> that could change. Alright. Uh, Toby. Not detect me. Okay. <laughs> <coughs> all four attacks. No, actually, all I get six, six attacks. attacks. I know. <laughs> I get six Please remove his health. You say health or elf? Health. Health. <laughs> that was a crit because I crit on 17. The only elf here is. Did you, did, you, did you add the plus three to that's a fi- Yes, I already okay. have. That's a 55. To that that confirms. Good, good, good. I don't think you can not confirm. That is a um, 57 to attack. That is. Okay. That is a 51 to attack. That is. 20. <laughs> that is a 20 on the die. Full that hits. Yes, good. <laughs> that should confirm. That's a 60. Then. That confirms. So that's four hits, two of which are crits. Okay. Two more rolls. Oh, we wreck him. Um, that is... Hold on, I can't math. Two, uh, 56. That hits. And... Ooh, that does not hit. That's a 41. That makes it doesn't hit his flat-footed. But I get five attacks and oh, two yeah, of which are crits. He gets his flat-footed, basically. Oh, that actually oh, that hits. Hit, that just hits. <laughs> yes! <laughs> All six hit? Yes. All six hit? Remember for the crits, the slashing damage is double. I'm going to do the crits at the end. Okay. While she's rolling a fuck ton of dice... Uh, so I just need to not roll <clears throat> the lightning damage, right? Right. Uh, it you, can, no, you, can, you can with the crits only. Only with... You need to do more than 20 damage. Have, add anything. Okay, okay. Then, then I would be fucking into the calculator. You know, I have a dice roller app if you want me to. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I like there, doing it the old-fashioned way. Um, so... <laughs> I think you should also start doing your uh, dice-a-palooza. We can spell to put the tele- telepathic thing up for the benefit of our healer. <laughs> Yay, now I can And... The, and that was free. And time stop for Nomana. <laughs> Guess what ninth level spellcasters do to the game? Yep. Yay. Make things weird. Well, and during the time stop, Tommy rolls all her dice. Yes. <laughs> time to stop. 
Tony can keep moving, which in this case is really basically rolling dice. So, oh, so many spells. Quick in time to lay fireball. Quick in time to lay fireball. Quick in time to lay fireball. Just burn all of your mana. <laughs> and do no burning to him because Except, he's immune to fire. Yeah. Uh, actually, no, I can change the enemy type to sign. Oh. Hmm. Yes, Something fireball. Because I'm an archmage. Also, as, also as an archmage, uh, uh, Sapphire can ignore all of us in the damage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Medivh's just junction. Nah. Uh, first, I need my protection, so mark of ultimate awareness on myself for normal action, and then... What does that do? Uh, I see all. Plus I get a plus 8 inside bonus to AC and reflex saves, and I'm evasion. Uh, so I see everything. And then, uh, for that round... Oh, let me roll to see if I... Hey, look, it was free. Um, see, you don't have to be a laywalker to ruin the game. <laughs> no, Mark of Brilliance is super broken, turns out. Oh, <laughs> brilliance, yeah. Uh, I, I mean... The thing that I did do that let him break the game was let him get access to runes, so... Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which, I, no, it's not a mark. It's not a rune, it's a... No, aura brilliance is a spell, but, yeah. like, the, the, the marks that you've been using. Yeah. Um... Quicken, sure, ice barrier on myself for defense. So that's my defense round. Oh, I forgot to roll how many rounds are uh, time to stop for. Five. Sweet. <laughs> All right. So that's one. That's one. Next one. Round two. Um, uh, sonic damage is effective, right? Yes. Question. Can I use my energy changing ability to make a sigil, uh, uh, to make sigil of great, uh, of greater inferno? A- no. No, okay. I didn't <laughs> think so. Sigil that's the one that enhances fire damage to the area, right? Yeah. No. And, the, and it makes weapons deal extra fire damage. Yeah, no, you can't change that one to Sonic. <laughs> I didn't think so, but I had to ask. What would it be? Sigil of, like, heavy metal concerts? <laughs> That's the same. Sigil of Metallica. Uh, sigil of uh, uh, Love 100 Torrent Chieftains. <laughs> sigil of Lee Torrent Chieftains. Yeah. yeah. All right. Every attack um, hits with a guitar riff. Non-detection. Oh no, I can't blast it. I can't during my thing catch no. non-detection on uh, people who are Tony. Yep. <clears throat> That'll be for when you come out of it. Yeah, I'll do that later. Um. Yeah, you keep time stopping. You can't keep non-detectioning people. Oh. I might throw down some delayed blast fireballs then. Um. Cut it. How much? Seven hundred and twelve damage. Ow! Seven hundred and twelve. <laughs> Seven hundred and twelve. Seven. Crash has lost his record. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> seven. Seven lightning damage. Got through. Was that two criticals? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, those two criticals. Ow. And all six attacks. What was that? What was that number again? Seven hundred and twelve. Seven twelve. That is more damage than Crash did, but Crash did it all in one attack. I'm going to roll back a second. Tell me, how do you want to do this? <laughs> yes! Yes! Oh. Fucking one shot. <laughs> it's a dangerous fight, but it goes short. 
So, uh, um, wait, wait, wait. Right under the helmet. Ching. <laughs> well, it was over six attacks. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm trying to figure out how I want to do this. Uh, Don't forget, he can't see you. You're literally just a cyclone of lightning and sonic. <laughs> okay. Had this thing. As he is attacking my companions, I'm going to come up behind him. And I want to, yeah, right under the helmet. I want to take the head clean well, off. I'm going to impose a little bit of restriction here. The the plate of the damned is supremely powerful. You won't be able to sever limbs. Okay. You um, to beat the heck. I want to just, like, as he is slashing them, I want to just, like, slash, you know. Inhale uh, from behind. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Just, like, a flurry of what will. So, as, uh, as Arthas... With half a sword, wow. drops the the orc the orc uh, blade master to the ground and siphons some more vitality and strength from from that from that uh, killing blow. He readies the blade to round again on the half ogre and half ogre half keeper of the growth. The uh, a massive blow strikes from behind and lifts him into the air as Thunder Fury finds a catch underneath the catch underneath the breastplate of the of the plate of the damned and lifts him up into the air as the as electricity courses through his body and dr- drags the blade down as he falls to the ground the the helm of the damned falls from his face, or the helm of domination falls from his head, and Frostmourne tumbles from his hands as he hits the ground. And there's a moment of stillness as the battle ends. In 12 seconds. 12 seconds. He literally almost killed one person and killed killed someone else in the same round. Yeah. True resurrection of Rush. One second. Uh, So, as... As you are preparing the spell to bring Orgorath back to life, Arthas lays on the ground. The helm falls from his face. As he looks around, the blue mist of energy that is cloud that had clouded over his eyes as he wore the helm fades. And as he looks up, that familiar shape that you all saw of King Teridus inside the blackness manifests as a visible ghost in front of all of you. And as he stands over Arthas, his eyes find some clarity, and he reaches up and grasps hold of the ghost, grabs by its chest and leans forward. Father, is it over? The ghost reaches up and lays a hand on Arthas's palm and rests it back on his chest. At long last, no king rules forever, my son. As he looks up at his father and his eyes roll back in his head, I see only darkness before me. Fall back, hand hits the ground, eyes roll back in his head. The ghost of King Teridus looks up at the group of you. Without its master, the undead scourge will be an even greater threat upon this land. There must always be 
a lich king. <laughs> and he disappears. I'm still channeling true resurrection. I got ten minutes here. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just I, I will drop the invisibility. Mm-hmm. I, now everybody can see that I look like a keeper of the grove <laughs> instead of a half over. <laughs> Tyrion steps forward and kneels down to pick up the helm of domination. Uh, I walk over and begin setting fire to the body of Orphus. You, you, uh, the body begins to take up a flame and begins to burn. I will, uh, begin putting sigils and marks to make the flame turn into, like, a <coughs> stone-melting forge fire. Yeah. As Tyrion picks up the helm and looks down at it, the weight of such a burden, it must be mine. But there is no other who... And there's a voice echoing loud that cuts him off. Tyrion! All eyes are drawn to the throne. Where sits someone you hadn't noticed before who was present. But now that he is here, all eyes are drawn to this smoldering, somehow alive, charred corpse that sits on the throne. That is a grim destiny you hold in your hands, brother. But it is not your own. I will be jailer of the damned. The world of the living can no longer comfort me. How many of you are familiar with the history that has gone forth in this in this war? How many of you know people? You, I think, Craig, are familiar with this individual. I want you to roll me an intelligence check. Toby, you can roll an intelligence check, and Kalana, you can roll an intelligence check. Three of you would recognize this individual. Would any of my knowledge apply? Probably not. Okay. You have military knowledge. Uh, I got explorers here, which I can use for that. Yeah, you can go ahead and roll explorers here. Got ten minutes holding the spell. Thirty-two. Nice. Um, you don't know who that is. 25. More paying attention. Local knowledge or what? Intelligence. Just intelligence. You guys are just remembering. Uh, 16. 25, because I have a plus 8 intelligence. It's hard to recognize underneath the sheer fact that he's been burnt to a crisp. But this is this is the form of Bolvar Four Dragon, who died at the Wrath Gate. Four Dragon's in a trench coat. Hello. This dragon's fire sealed my fate. The world of the living can no longer comfort me. Place the crown upon my head, Tyrion. Forevermore, I will be jailer of the damned. No, brother. I cannot. He turns away. Tyrion, looking at the group of you, and then back... Or, sorry. uh, Tyrion looks across the group of you, and Bolvar will not let him turn. Do it, Tyrion! You and these brave heroes have your own destinies to fulfill. This last act of sacrifice is mine. Tyrion turns to face Bolvar. You will not be forgotten, brother. I must be forgotten, Tyrion! 
If the world is, li- is to live free from the tyranny of fear, they must never know what was done here today. Tyrion nods, places the crown of the, the helm of domination on Bolvar's head. There's a momentary rumbling in the ground, and the halibut. The glowing eyes flare to life again, but instead of the icy blue, they're now a burning orange. As the man seared by dragon fire is the new Lich King. Now go. Leave this place, as his voice deepens under the magic of the helm, and never return. As he leans back, and a tomb of ice envelops him. Still got like eight minutes. <laughs> you, you, you finish the resurrection spell and bring Olga Ash to life as he sputters. <coughs> brother. No time yet. Is it done? Indeed. And I'll. Because <laughs> I'm still a keeper of the grove for like 20 more minutes. <laughs> Just reach out and pick him up with a rooted hand. He stands. <coughs> He looks up, gathers basically the gist of what happened from his knowledge and what he can see with Bolvar. <sighs> so it ends. Let us be gone from this place. Um. Exit stage left. Yeah. Tony climbs up on Thorn. I used all those eight minutes to basically hammer the front plate into a solid, <laughs> usable form so I can just kind of fold it back clink, up. Clink, clink. Um, I will. Actually, uh. uh... Sapphire. Would you be able to take us back to the tournament ground? Uh, with Arth- with Arthas's influence gone, will teleportation work here? Uh, theoretically, naturally, no. But the Master of Ice Crown, who is now Bolvar, can let you go. Alternatively, I can turn us all into flying animals, and we can leave that way. Like I still got something to grab. Uh, the tank. Oh. Yeah, I go get the tank. I, lo- yeah. I look yeah, at Bolvar. Yeah, the- yeah, go outside get the tank. Sapphire want move things. There's no motion from inside, but you get the notion of a acknowledgement. I snap my fingers, and uh, the tank teleports up to the top of the place. Because I got a new spell, by the way. It teleports things to me. <laughs> cool. Uh, I then. Uh, Is there a very confused archer on top of it? Because <laughs> we did leave somebody. Oh, we right. did leave somebody on the turret. <laughs> He moved out by the time the 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 uh, the Um, moved up. (laughs) I then uh, draw a sigil in the ground, and it glows, and uh, there's a flash of light emanating from it, and we all appear in the tournament grounds. That's where we set to go, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anything else happening here? Uh, the grounds are mostly empty because the Argent, the Argent Crusade had picked yeah. up and moved to Assault Ice Crown. Yeah, right. but this is where our Zeppelin is. Yeah. Um, Ice Crown is still visible in the distance, by the way, and you can see the armies beginning to move, 
as the forces of the scourge all stopped what they were doing. Especially you, you with your eyes, you can yeah, tell. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna target a few of them. <laughs> uh, the armies of the scourge stop moving and all turn around and enter Ice Crown and just step into the citadel and close it down, basically, as the forces leave. I'll look over at Tyrion. Do you require anything else for the forces of Sanctuary? No. Heroes, I believe... I believe we have all done enough. True. You guys want to come with me to my uh, hometown and wipe out some trolls? <laughs> we can possibly do that, yes. But first, let's take the Zeppelin back to school. Can't you do that from here? <laughs> I actually can kill on ICBM over here. <laughs> Perhaps, now that this war is over, all of us can pursue a simpler life. And Yay. there is the end of the campaign. So, Sapphire would like to disagree with that statement and go on to become like the patron of all say, of old. I was about to say, now we can pursue epilogues. So, Craig. Okay, I what do you what do you pursue after this? So I've been planning this out for a little bit. So basically, I'm going to uh, first off go back to the bowl things, you know, reunite them with them a little bit. But specifically, I'm tracking down one Mister uh, Chef Boyar Boom, and uh, I'm going to hire him as I go back to Booty Bay and start up a world famous restaurant called It's the Bomb. And, you know, coincidentally, alongside that, there happens to be a tremendous decrease in crime uh, in the area. Entire ships of stolen and smuggled goods just disappear, you know? (laughs) Never to be seen again. (laughs) And, uh, you know, so there's this whole, you know, mechanical uh, staff with the restaurant. They may or may not double up, double for other purposes such as combat. But you know that that would, that would be totally. They'll, they'll double his guards. Why, why? Why does the waiter have a great sword uh, installed in its arm? Don't worry about it. I thought it's I took for, that away. It's what? kind of cucumber. <laughs> and additionally, <laughs> it's for cutting five rows of cucumbers at once. <laughs> and later on, I will. Uh, try to see if I can track down Kalana and offer him a job as a transaction manager for the overseeing of the transfer of valuable goods. (laughs) What does Thorn do? After returning to Sanctuary, Thorn finishes establishing the Druid's Grove there, which was his original purpose. Um, And once that's established and there are people there to watch over it, uh, he'll return to Kalimdor and return to wandering the lands, uh, nurturing what nurturing what life he can find and mercilessly crushing anything that threatens the balance of nature with a giant hammer. Sapphire. So Sapphire actually rolled maximum uh, sanity. So Sapphire is going to begin uh, traveling the, the, the lands finding anywhere where kobolds are pressed or undervalued and committing genocide on those who would dare to uh, commit tyranny against them. 
she will then sh- uh, set up shrines to herself in those locations with her ability to create magical items to grant her kobold followers uh, the ability to defend themselves. Uh, and so Sapphire becomes the patron saint of kobolds. Yes. <laughs> and eventually gets hunted down by a joint alliance, armed forces, and killed. Uh, and, uh, you know, she'll set herself up as such, and, you know, she's got the, the mining, the ability to work stone to create uh, effigies of herself, and she's got the ability to enchant them with powerful and enche- uh, protective runes. <laughs> and uh, she'll be a patron of... just vengeance. Not, not mine. She, she was sane enough to be like... I don't need to hurt people for no reason. But you touch the kobolds. That's reason. That's a reason. You don't need to die horribly, you just need to be burnt to an ash. Yeah. Um. So there's a there's sort of a, a kobold golden age as this patron saint watches over them. Mind you, you still have a kobold's lifespan, but how long is your kobolds? Not very long. Like 12 years. I think, I think they're, they looked up to be like 35. Yeah, they, 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 yeah, about 35 years is... Though um, so I don't know, what, I don't know what strange magics I come across. Especially now that I'm yeah, you, you definitely live a longer than normal life, and mayhaps a little bit of your power lingers on even beyond your death. Oh yeah, uh, I'm, uh, Thor's also functionally immortal now, so he yeah, wanders for a long high level time. Druid, yeah. <laughs> Couple but, doesn't have. To, uh, Remember, she has all the craft magic item feats. She doesn't have to be alive to still have influence. Yeah, like, a portion of your power almost certainly lives on beyond Sapphire. But, and Toby, so, as the immortal time dragon. Um, Toby starts off traveling with Thorn for a while. The, the two immortals. And, yes. And then after a number of years, she kind of disappears into the time stream. What was your actual dragon name, by the way? Um, oh my goodness, I can't even... It started with Tome, but it, it was... It started with Tomi, and it was this long name, and I can't even remember. I yeah. didn't write it down. I'm going, to, I'm going to, off the top of my head, say Tamara Dormy. That works. Uh, so, the, at this point, bronze dragon, uh, Tamara Dormy... Uh, yeah, because she keeps growing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ends up becoming a valuable member of the Bronze Dragon Flight, keeping timelines intact. Kalana. I'm going to head back to my little village and see if they're still alive, <laughs> essentially. Um, Your hometown is still there. And they're, uh, I, I, I assume the trolls are trying to move east and they just want to wipe the place out, so they're going to set up a big army just to go ahead and wipe out the area. So just as they're about to do that, I come flying in, and being with my new arrow cleave abilities, I knock off eleven at a time, <laughs> six shots per round, <laughs> casting with uh, magical stuff, and they just kind of uh, back off. He's become a machine gun of death yeah. to all things troll. So, so I can knock off, uh, you know, between forty-four and sixty-six at a time if I don't roll a one. Yeah. <laughs> and. Um, find out what the town's folk are doing. Then head back to find Craig and with see that. if he wants to go back to the castle and get those four statues. 
Oh, right. I didn't get those. Oh, and there was that one big statue that had those really valuable gem eyes. You, you praised them at like 20,000 each or something. I'm going to run back and grab those, too. Run back and find those. Because we don't have to worry about the things that are running around in the field there anymore. So as my hired bolting friend keeps things uh, running in the restaurant, money laundering, I mean, not money laundering side of things, I, uh, we go around looting all the things to be looted in the world, <laughs> discovering brand new ways to acquire massive amounts of wealth. Welcome to the chaotic neutral ending. Yes. So a very profitable restaurant business with a... A wandering. Oh yeah, you can yeah. order off the secret menu for uh, extra, extra cash, and you you can get talking food. <laughs> it's seasonal, depending on when I'm in and not doing important business trips. Yes. A, wa- a, a wandering druid keeping the land, a patron deity of kobolds, a masterful time dragon, and a vengeful massacre of trolls. <laughs> yes, we eliminate trolls all over. Thus are the stories of these heroes, and who knows how much of their influence will emerge the next time we return to the world of Warcraft. Well, that's it for The Price of War. We hope you enjoyed. Um, We will be back next week with... Do you have a name yet? I do not have a name yet. We'll be back next week with an as-yet unnamed... uh, one shot give me two episodes of a Harry Potter game using the uh, World of Darkness Mage the Ascension uh, rule set so look forward to that and then after that we'll be going to uh, the Deadlands Hunter Society so keep an ear out uh, we have been Final Show Films we produce a wide variety of content every day of the week you can check us out on our website at finalshowfilms.com you can check us out on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms if you like sports financially you can do so on the Patreon page we are currently at $100 a month uh, which helps c- keep our podcast uh, feed separated out um, our next uh, goal on the Patreon page is not that Griffin um, <laughs> is, no. is is $500 a month uh, which will help pay for our secondary audio editor Jack to keep editing our stuff so if you like Jack at the very least throw a couple bucks our way um, uh, we also appreciate folks over at 411mania.com 411mania.com is a geek culture website that does articles and information related to movies, music, uh, entertainment of all manner, and gaming, including all the Final Show Films podcasts. So we appreciate them. We appreciate you. We'll <coughs> see you all next time. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Farewell. Goodbye. Goodbye.